Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. Welcome aboard everybody. It is time for my favorite segment, my favorite thing on this show, on this program because we get to connect with the listeners, connect with the fans of the Sox. Yeah. It is time for sliding the DMs, Joey. Woo! Oh, oh, I'm you sorry. You didn't that's do mine. Your, yeah, jeez. That's that's my cue. Here. Oh, god. <laughs> oh my god, we're doing this one again. What Dude, was that? I was going to No, leave it rolling. Do you have I a, was gonna, do you have a slide voice or noise? Yes, I was going to try to do the sound effect. I had it up and ready to go, but there's oh, a YouTube it. ad. Do I know it. I was going to surprise you. You're going to be like, oh, Joe was going to do his little sound, and then Jeez. it was going to be an actual sound, and you were going to be like, wow, that's crazy. Who's <sighs> the sound? No, do the sound effect now. <sighs> no, the the one you on want the me to phone. Play? Yes. Oh you do all that God. work to not get it on air? Come on. That is so much better. Than I did it. Whoop. I sound exactly <laughs> like that when I do it. Joey, I'd be so happy. If you just incorporated that in the editing. I'm not going to do that. I know. All right. First Z, uh, DM comes in from Z. What up? What's up, ITM? First time question asker. Any chance we could get a series of videos that show the best seat in Fenway? That's a crazy idea. I saw one of your IGs, but for guys that don't go to games super often, could you document slash show different points of view? That listeners can reference to when buying tickets in the future. Z, real quick, two in that scenario is T O. It's not T O O. T O O is for like an also Your grammar two. Police? That's one of my pet peeves. That's one of my when people use T O O and it's supposed to be T O, kind of drives me nuts. But Z, Z I seem would like never. A, I wouldn't. What? Go on. Z, you seem like a nice man, but just just clean that part up. But yeah, best seat in the house. It is one of our ongoing social media segments. Yeah, we have one. We have one. Yeah. And it's, I mean, he did reference it at least. So at least he saw one. We've mm-hmm. done a couple. We're going to do more. Joey, I got to say, when the weather's better, it's more fun doing the best seat in the house. Yeah. It's, it's a little more enjoyable. So yeah. summer vibes are going to be nice. More packed Fenway. Better views. Better vantage points. We'll give you more of that this summer, Z. So don't better even worry about that. Better pizza, Papa John's. Exactly. No free ads. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. 
there's a couple of them, but I mean, we, we put those videos out. They're on Instagram, but they're also on our TikTok. We do a couple of, of series like that. So if you don't follow us on TikTok, that's a great place to find a little series of videos like that that we do. But yeah, definitely looking forward to more best seats in the house, which, by the way, original idea of ours. Mm. Nobody else had did it before. Don't Google it. Don't look it up. It was started by us and us only. We did not find out by anybody that works at Nesson that they did that in the COVID season. Um, we didn't find that out after the fact. So this comes in from Vinny. What up? Great performance from Crawford today. Looks like that time down in AAA really helped him. It's interesting to say that when he had like an ADRA going. I'm still wary of our other AAA pitchers coming up this week, but if it's if it's they, uh, we got some typos here. If it's they can give us just five strong innings, then we have a chance to win all those games. Also, let's give some praise to Austin Davis. We don't do it enough. So Vinny just had some thoughts, and I love it. that can be a DM. It. They don't all have to be questions. I want to use this time to give a real ITM warm shout-out to Austin Davis because, like Vinny is saying, this guy deserves more credit. When they ever said during that A's series that Davis had a one six eight, yeah, I spit out my drink. I could not believe that that was the case. Let's get a little update here on Austin Davis. Let's pull up. Does this guy have a nickname, by the way? Should we be giving Austin Davis a nickname? We might want to. I don't know if that. he evokes any any nickname for me. Quite Doesn't yet. seem like a nickname guy. Also, um, yeah. game log here. For Austin Davis, you want to take a guess the last time he gave up a run? Was it this month? It was not this month. Is that, I'll I'm say, say that much. I'm going to say May 23rd. May 4th. Holy guacamole. Is the last time Austin Davis gave up a run. This guy on the season. Oh, it's always funny when like you don't even show up yet. He's He's got to earn the Google stripes. He isn't. He's not the first Austin Davis that shows up, which is that's always a sign of that's like, not hey, his fault. You've he's had a good start, but you're gonna have to pass this other guy. Who is this other guy? He's Austin got, Davis. He's got uh, a pretty common name, bro. You know, I suppose a, a Pennsylvania state representative shows up, uh, an elected of official. Come on, of course. No, I know, I know. It makes sense. It's Obviously, not that's his fault, kind of man. He's got. A, he's got a. You know, it's tough to be like a Joe Johnson or something. You know. And like you're trying to find the right Joe Johnson, and there's you know 80 of them when you Google it. Shout out Joe Johnson. Celtics Shout are two wins Joe away from getting him a ring. Uh, Austin Davis in 21 in his last 21 games, he has given up one run. He has a 0.41 wow. ERA in that span. Opponent uh, batting average of 173. Wow, this is all so impressive. His, he's just been dominant spreading out the hits too it's 22 mm. innings pitch 13 hits I, I i honestly feel like most of those are singles so he's been huge dude and he deserves a lot of credit so good job Vinny, giving austin davis some yeah. some time to get some praise on here this comes in from derek hello hello derek if you could give i like this i like this one a lot mm. all right any mm. dm i really like i'm just gonna tell you great job all derek right. great work if you could give any current player an above-average baseball skill that they don't have, oh, 
Who would it be and what? For example, JBJ hitting over 300. Right. Good example. If there was one Red Sox player that you want to give, let's say, they say an above average skill. Let's just say like a really good skill. Let's call it that. Right. Right. Who on this team would it be and what would it be? I mean, the first one that comes to mind, this is not my answer. Okay. This is not my answer. This is just shooting from the hip for a second. I'm thinking out loud. Is Mm -hmm. a fast JD, you know? Fast JD is good. That's uh really good. Imagine that, imagine the hitting ability he has and he can move. That average mm-hmm. would go way up on infield grounders, honestly. The yes, amount of times yeah. that like every infielder is they they tap the glove like eight times with the ball mm-hmm. when JD grounds it to him. I mean, and second base is just not scoring position for JD Martinez. A single does I not know, bring I him know. in from second base. He, he goes I only feel good if he's on third. And even then, yeah. tag up situations. I don't, I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, so that would that would be cool. That, that, that's definitely up there. I was going to say Rafi with like a really good eye, like a, some better plate discipline. I mean, what would that do? But he just hit a ball out of the opposing batter's box today out of the park. So, yeah, I, I don't. I and know. also it's one of those like you do you, man. Like when he's so good at hitting a ball outside the zone, it's hard for me to really get on him. It was only mm-hmm. that, uh, that what, Castillo one or whatever a couple weeks ago where it was – three one count out of the zone and you gotta have a better feel for the yeah, moment yeah, yeah, where it was 11 out of 12 balls and he swung at that but mm-hmm. overall you gotta let devers kind of be the outlier in terms of giving him that feedback i don't know the jd speed one's really good i'm trying to think of like other what else really stands out um power wise i feel like power wise i oh okay i got one i would mm-hmm. want franchi cordero to have all that power that was promised. Like I, I would want him to have ridiculous power, but it really happened. Like home run leader type stuff. Like if he mm-hmm. was doing what he's doing, and instead of these being singles, doubles, and they were actually just like bombs, uh, that's you know, a legitimate, legitimate, legitimate player for you. So I'll give Franchi league top five in homers type of ability. Wow. I think yeah, that's I'd- fair. Yeah. Great question, though. I love that question. That was really good. Thanks. Uh, uh, this Derek. Derek. This comes in from Sam. Holly, Sam. Wait, it is dark where you are, Joey. Yeah, no it got really dark, there. huh? It kind of feels like I'm... Huh? You want to put a light on? You going to put a light on? You want to no? put a light on? I'll put a light on. Put a light on. on. Put a light yeah, on. Yeah, it kind of feels like I'm like... I don't know. It feels like you kind of like broke into someone's house and you're doing the podcast from there. Let's put a light on there, Joe. Joe just put a light on for anyone listening. It, wasn't, it didn't look like this when we started recording, you know? No, I know. The sun goes down. It's nuts. This comes in from Sam. Hi, Sam. Sam says, who would you like to see get the opportunity to fill the gaps due to Whitlock and Evaldi being on the IL? Bayo, Winkowski, Seabold, who would you want to see? Now, Joey, I'm just going to defer to you because I am letting everyone know mm-hmm. over the years and have let everyone know over the years. I'm not the prospect guy. All right. That's not what I do. There was another guy on my show that did that, and it's not me. And I just like seeing these guys when they come up here. Now, does it get me excited when I see the Bayo highlights on Twitter when Red Sox Stats is tweeting out literally everything he does? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets me pretty pumped. Guy's got gas, and it's got movement. I like that. But he's not ready for the bigs right now. Mm-hmm. So who would fill in? I mean, it's isn't it Cutter Crawford? I mean, isn't the guy that just went five scoreless in Seattle on a— Take the uh, spot start. 
I mean, I guess, right? Um, yeah. As far as experience goes. Um, I mean, how old is, is Bayo? Bayo is 23 years old. Yeah. Um, I don't know why he, he wouldn't be ready with all these. Well, I mean, he just went up to AAA, to right? I would yeah. assume they'd, they'd want to give him more time. And if you asked Cora, they'd probably say maybe later in the year. I mean, yeah, let's so let's be real, Joey. Look at, when I when I see a stud mm-hmm. prospect, I'm like, get him up here. I'm always I'm always saying, <laughs> yeah. get him up here. I'm never like, oh, let's actually give him time to progress. Like, no, I I want to see him at Fenway, and I'm selfish. Yeah. So he he just came up to AAA uh, in the middle of May. He's had uh, he's pitched 28 and a third innings. He's a three four nine ERA with Worcester. Uh, a batting average against of two ten. Wow. So yeah, he's he's got he's got swing and miss stuff. Yeah, I mean it I I I think it's Bayo, but I mean I, that could also be me. I'm I'm a victim of that same mentality of he's good. I want him now. Want him up so, here now. They'll yeah. they'll let him keep cooking there. And also Sam mentions could we get a shout out to all the UK Red Sox fans who have been staying up to watch the games that have been starting at two thirty and three AM this trip. Oh my Sam, goodness. I learned a lot about the start times when we were in Ireland four years ago for a family trip. It is a grind and a half to be a Red Sox fan in Europe. That is super difficult. I give them a bunch of credit. I know they have like an official like UK Red Sox fan group, and mm-hmm. those people deserve all the credit in the world because on average, they're, the game started like midnight. Like there's a five hour difference, so you're you're watching yeah. first pitch at like twelve ten in the morning, and you know going to bed at three four a.m. Who is watching that? The security guards, crypt keepers. Diehards. If you're watching the games that start, like I'm, I'm a night owl. I don't know watching a game that starts at three in the morning. I I can't. You you lose I mean, me it's there. It's not. It's not possible though. I mean, it's just if you're working the you know standard old nine to five. I don't know if that's how they do it in Britain, but. If you're working just a regular old shift, you can't. You can't stay up till 3 a.m., watch a game until 6, and then go start your... Like, you can't do it, you know? <laughs> it's actually impossible, yeah. It's it impossible. is funny when you start, like, counting the hours. You're like, oh, no, that's physically impossible. Like, you can't... Hmm. That's how you die, basically. That's like my... So, I, not that you asked me this, but I'm going to make up a DM really quick. This one comes in from Amanda. It says, what would your superpower be? Oh, uh, it would be to never sleep. That's, like, my number one thing. I wish I'd, I never had to sleep. And things like that I would, love be, would be why. You could, you know, stay up and watch the socks all night and work your Irish job or whatever. This comes in from Kevin. Hey, Kev. Do you think it was weird that in game two, Cora put Strom in in the seventh for one out instead of saving him for the ninth? If I'm not mistaken, that was an important out. Mm -hmm. But Joey and I are Stromboli guys. If... They were sticking with him with closer. We'd be excited if Tanner Houck's the guy and they figure out these spot starts with other guys. That's great, too. But I'm of the belief and always have been that if you have multiple people that you think are your closer, you obviously don't have a closer. And the Red Sox just straight up don't have a closer. Mm-hmm. So Cora, like we mentioned early in the year, with the we talked a lot about the Matty Barnes situation, he has to have... Kind of manager superpowers, and he's, he's got to constantly be thinking, all right, who went in this situation recently? Who needs a day off? Can this guy go back-to-back days? Yada, yada, yada. On and on we go. Tanner Houck still hasn't pitched back-to-back days in his entire career. So 
We'll see. Sox don't have a closer. It's it's simple. It's just Sox don't have a closer. They might have to go get one. And if they're in-house, we no one, you, me, Joey, do not know definitively who that person is yet. Anyone acting like, oh, it's obviously Whitlock. It's obviously Hug. No, it's not. It's not obvious or else we would know by now. It's obviously Hug. This comes in from Caleb. Hey. Slide in the DMs. Rank the five senses. Oh, baby. <laughs> that is, that is oh, a hilarious DM. I love that. All right. Well, th- l- listen, there's pros and cons of all of them. Yes. But, well, I guess I don't know if there's really a con to vision. <laughs> vision <laughs> yeah. sound. Vision going. stinks. We all know that. So. Yeah. I mean, hearing, like the too. the five senses. Well, no, I Man, guess you let's... can hear stuff that you don't want to hear. This is going to be extremely hard. Probably should have prepped before this, God. but... We normally do these off the top of the dome and on the spot. So, Joey, what are your what are your thoughts here? I think I'm gonna put vision lower than most folks because I went I went like years without ever wearing glasses, even though I needed them. I realized how little vision matters to me. Yeah. Um. So I think it's got to be like this is gonna. I hate this already. It's got to be like taste, taste, touch, smell, sight, sound. I gotta I gotta write that down so that it makes that it makes sense to me. Taste. Yeah, wait, in what order? So what's what's one? Taste. Yeah. I'm 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 a food guy. Listen, I'm a food okay. guy. Okay. Taste, touch, smell, vision, hearing. Okay. That's that's not bad. I guess smell should probably be at the bottom, right? Because if if you lose smell, like you're like you're fine, like you're you're fine. If you lost your hearing tomorrow, that would it'd be a problem. Yeah. Um, if I sound like I'm writing my list right now, it's because I am. Uh, yeah. Let's so see. I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna redo it then. I'm gonna go taste. Jesus, I'm thinking about this way too much. You gotta. No, no, no. Here we go. Here we go. So Joey Capone's final version. Yes. Of ranking the senses. What do you got? Taste, touch, vision, hearing, smell. Okay. I think that's fair. I, I don't really have much issues with any of those, honestly. I don't, let me see. I just want to... Sometimes you got to write these down and just see how it feels and how it looks. I got I got eyesight. I got sight at number one. It's the one you want to lose the least. I can't imagine being blind like Mm -hmm. that's a real adjustment and it just kind of takes out the fun of like all the other stuff so i Mm -hmm. i gotta have sight at number one taste at number two eating's awesome if i could only do one of these the the rest of life (laughs) i think it's just eating constantly until it's just i've had too much i've been thinking Uh, during this podcast what i'm gonna eat afterwards i know i can't wait i haven't had dinner yet i'm gonna have a nice late dinner this is gonna be awesome I'm so pumped. Uh, hearing at three. Hearing is very important. You want to be able to hear the the ambiance at the park. Just it, I always think of sports games. Hearing is very important. Mm-hmm. Touch at four. Smell at five. Smell, I think, is kind of an easy five for me. You'd have to be kind of a specific type of person. Be like, oh, smell number one. Like, no, you stink. Like, if you're putting any guy. of these ahead of smell um, or smell ahead of any of these, I should say. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're an interesting one, but great DM from Caleb. Great DM, thank you. That is Thanks a you. a phenomenal one. 
Last DM. Let me find a great one here. Find a great one. I'm diving. Let's see. Okay. This comes in from Ben. This is the last DM. Hey, Ben. Which seven-game playoff format do you like better? The NBA, home, home, away, away, home, away, home, or MLB, home, home, away, 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 home, home? This is a very topical question, Ben, with the NBA Finals going on and with the Red Sox coming off of the ALCS where they had to go to Houston to try to win two games and obviously didn't get either of Game 6 or 7 because Game 7 didn't happen. Um, The NBA switched, uh, I think, six or seven years ago. It used to be the home team gets games 1, 2, 6, and 7. Now the home team gets 1, 2, 5, and 7, which I got to say I prefer better because game sixes, when you're the road team and you've outperformed probably what was expected and have a chance to clinch at home, I love that because then it's the favorite team a lot of times having to go on the road to earn that home game seven. Something about that, it just feels right, feels more accurate. 2-3-2 two, two has always kind of been like, eh, more often than not, this thing's always going to end on the home team's court. And I just don't love that. I want the option for, like the Celtics, for example. You know, seeing you know who knows what happens in in Game Five. Maybe this drops after that. So ho- hopefully, hopefully the C's won. But having the chance to clinch in Game Six versus needing either way, if it was two three two to win six or seven in Golden State, is just not as fun. So I'm going to go with the the two two one one one. I always feel like there isn't enough on the line during the regular season, just in general, it's like kind of across sports, other than, like I guess, football. At the end of the day, especially with basketball, all you're playing for is seeding, right? All you're playing for is if you're in the top half of your conference, you're in, and you're just like you're playing for one extra home game. You know what I mean? Just in general, the very idea of of – yeah, at its, at its core, if you really break it down, it's for seating. It's for, um, for one extra bonuses. game at home. I know it's for bonuses and contracts. It's all that stuff. Like it's it's really for money and seating. Yeah, I would not be opposed to um, like a first round of. Uh, I'm I'm proposing an NBA style thing here. This is not yeah. for for baseball. This is an NBA thing because I I care so much about the NBA that I've, I've worked out a whole new playoff system for them. First round. <laughs> Higher seed gets home all seven games. Just you're at home. You're at home. You earned it. You deserve it. I, in, I think in what sport are we talking here? Basketball. Oh, okay. My favorite sport, the one where they dribble up and down the court. Up and down the court. Yeah. No, I got you. I'm not against it. I mean, first round in basketball is always kind of a wash. It's very pretty rare that you get a legitimate upset. And I don't know if there were any this year. I think it was actually chalk like the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole the whole two two one 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 I think is the is the correct answer for like an actual series though. Um, Especially to right? give two, both two. fan bases the the real feeling at the start of the series that you could mm-hmm. see your team clinch the series at home, mm-hmm. which yeah. is important. Yeah, or just alternate. Just go back every day. Go back and forth every day. The jet fuel is cheap right now, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's at an all time low. Yeah, <laughs> anything with flying is so cheap. It's definitely Ugh. not annoying booking any trips ever. Dude, it's it's crazy. It's like impossible right now. I'm trying to plan a family vacation for the winter 
ain't gonna oh happen. Gosh. Not I mean, we're walking down our all star trip, right? Yeah. Like it's you know, it's not it's not ideal. But uh, that'll do it no. for the DMs. I like that last one. I, I, I like the, the so. I mean, there's a reason why the NBA switched to two two one one one. Like they, especially with what travels at at this point, with how easy it is to get back and forth on these team planes and everything. Yeah, I think it's better for drama and it's better for the fan. So I would rather have that format. But that will do it for the DMs. Next time you hear from us will be after this A's Red Sox series. Hopefully we get a sweep, two out of three at worst. Keep getting them series W's. That would be wonderful. Before Joey Capone, I am Steve Peralt. Go Sox, kid. Go Sox, kid.